Hi, and thanks for tuning in for Faces of Post-Secondary Success. In each installment of this series, you'll hear the deeper and often unexpected story behind a single image that has been selected by the storyteller. What connects these images are the answers to a simple question. What does success look like to you? DeJoy McKenzie Simmons was barely a teenager when he set his sights on attending Howard University in Washington, D.C. Still, it turns out his path to higher education, like the path of many of his peers, didn't go as planned. In this installment of Faces of Post-Secondary Success, DeJory, who now works as a U.S. Senate staff assistant, recalls the difference a single dollar made on his education, as well as other obstacles he never saw coming. After graduating from his dream school, DeJory now sees the success reflected in his smile after his biggest academic achievement as both relative and deeply personal. In this photo, I am ecstatically proud of my accomplishment. I was graduating from my dream school, Howard University. It was just a very, really surreal moment. It was a dream that I thought of when I was 13 years old. And, and now seeing that I had officially completed a goal of mine, it felt, it felt really good. And I was, I was very proud of myself. So it's mid-afternoon. I am standing in a road with um, Howard University behind me, signifying my, my journey of completion, but also showing that I had more road to cover and that I was starting a new journey, but very excited and happy about what I was leaving behind and what I was completing. And so showing how Howard is behind me, but also showing how much more of my story is to continue. It was an interesting shot. It was, it was very hard because those cars keep on coming down the road. And so we had to be quick, we had to be fast. Cars were coming and then as people in the neighborhood or from the neighborhood, they were just riding past and saying, congratulations, you did it, we're proud of you. And that felt so, it was so warming to feel that because other people was able to see an accomplishment of mine that if you didn't know my story, it took a lot to get there. I have on a Howard alumni shirt, uh, or sweatshirt rather, and around my neck I have a stole. And it's a very significant stole because it is made out of kente cloth. And that is the signification of our ancestors, African ancestors, going to a historical black college university, standing on the shoulders of our ancestors. And so this was very significant. Um, it's a stole that everyone gets at my university. It shows that you've completed and that you're making your family proud. You're making people that have become before you proud. This is actually a day after I found out that I was graduating. So uh, that was exciting as well. I had received my confirmation from the bursar's office as well as from the academic advising office telling me that I have completed um, my standards, my academic standards, and I had no financial holds and that I was cleared to graduate. And so that was exciting. I came to D.C. my eighth grade year. Enjoyed D.C., loved the city, 
And at the time, I knew I wanted to go to a historically black college university. That being said, I was like, well, if I can go to D.C. and go to school, I should be able to find both. And I stumbled upon Howard. And once I did, I was locked in. I was stalking everything about Howard University, the website, different student leadership positions, its alumni, just really getting a full understanding of what Howard was and, and the history behind it. So when I had an opportunity my junior year to come to Howard for a weekend, it was the first time I had really seen Black academia. And it took me. It really shocked me. And I, I really enjoyed it. I was like, this is where I want to be. I instantly felt welcomed. And so that following year, it was time for me to start applying for schools. And I applied early admission what I needed to do to make sure that I got my application in. I had it reviewed by tons of people. I mean, I I did everything I had to do. Waited. December, waited January. Still hadn't heard back. I was so like wondering, okay, why haven't I heard back? And so I was calling our admissions office, uh, Howard's admissions office almost day to day. And every day at the same time, I would call them three times a day. Eventually, I got an email informing me that I did not get into Howard. I was so heartbroken. I actually, I cried. I cried in the middle of my high school parking lot when I found out the news. I was just, I didn't know what to do. I didn't i didn't know how to react. I didn't know how to feel, but it just felt like everything was crashing down. I eventually got in contact with someone from the admissions office, and I was like, I don't understand why I got denied. Like, can you explain to me? And told me that. I could try again another year or I could transfer in. It was just all these different things that I could possibly do. And I was just like, no, I'm going to Howard. And I told him this. I said, no, sir, this is not going to work. I'm coming to Howard next fall. It was my ACT. Um, They needed to be higher. And so I took my ACT over again, scored higher, resubmitted it, and was like, I'm coming to Howard. And in two to three weeks after I resubmitted my ACT score, I got accepted. I remember that day I got the notification and I was so excited. I mean, I was I was jumping up and down. I was in the, uh, the main office and at the time I was in student government. So part of my duties was the announcements in the morning. And so after that, I went and checked my email at the empty desk. And when I looked at my email, it was congratulations, you've been accepted. And I mean, I Literally jumped so high up I could touch the ceiling and it, it, everyone came out wondering like if I, what was wrong with me. <laughs> Even the principal was like, are you okay? And I was just like, no, I decided to accept Howard University. It was a very exciting moment. At the time, I thought I at least would be going there with partial um, scholarship. And I got to Howard and found out that was not going to be the case. And so I had to unfortunately take out some loans. Gratefully, I had some scholarships from back home that was able to carry me out for my sophomore and my, my freshman and sophomore years. But it was definitely, you know, a journey to stay. And when I look back, I consistently find myself in positions where I had to jump over some obstacles, take my no's and change them into yeses. And so that I think definitely made me more of a strategic thinker and allowing me to figure out how to maneuver in different situations and how to make situations work for you. Once I got to Howard, I was refusing to go back home. 
that was not an option for me. Partially because those who go back home, they often don't go back to school. I felt like I would be failing my, my family, my failing the people who's put so much into me. Coming towards my junior year or entering into my junior year, we had a lack of housing. And so I had to make the decision to move off campus. And it was very difficult because one, there's not a lot of resources to subsidize off-campus housing. And so that was very difficult while also paying for school, while also paying for all these different things that you, you need to have to go to school. And it gave me a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. And often, you know, had me wondering, like, am I doing the right thing? Like, because it shouldn't be this hard, but it was. I will never forget my senior year. I filled out my financial aid. It was the same thing from the three years prior. Nothing had changed. And my EFC changed to a dollar. So it's the estimated family contribution, um, which the federal government decides off of a formula, how much your family is able to contribute to your education. And that form told me that my parents will only be able to, to contribute a dollar to my education. Four quarters is often like for people to think about. And in that same respect, I lost out on money because my EFC was not at a zero. And because of that, I lost on some federal grants. Here I am my senior year, about to finish. And I'm at a point where, you know, I'm expecting to get this money and I'm not able to get it because of a dollar. It, it shifted about $12,000. This is like when people say like, oh, you know, college is what you're supposed to do. It's, it's very hard sometimes to think that way when you have situations such as that, um, where a dollar can change you or forfeit you out of thousands of dollars that's going to education. But I had to do what I had to do. I took out a student loan and my mother took out another Parent PLUS loan. She took out one her fresh, my freshman year she took out another one my senior year. And it was hard to do that because I already felt the burden of asking them to pay for my housing, asking them to pay for food or pay for whatever I needed them to pay for. And now I was asking for another loan, especially when my mother has her own student loans that she's trying to pay off, that she's trying to get down. And those type of things weren't taken into account. Definitely had a job until I was able to find internships in my field that was able to pay me um, for interning. And also I was able to receive work study my senior year. So that definitely was a lifesaver as far as income. Being a black man and being just black in general, entering the workforce is not an easy thing. But Howard made it very comfortable in the sense of if you can do it here, amongst your own peers, you can go out and be with a bunch of strangers and still exude the same excellence and the same vigor and commitment and dedication and, and, and work ethic that you've been able to exude on this campus. And you can transform it anywhere else and it will work for you. I'm from Saginaw, Michigan. And one thing that I noticed was 
being successful back at home was what your grades were, what organizations you were part of, what position you were able to achieve or to hold, how many times you can score a ball into a bucket. Like that was success. But what I realized and as I've grown, success is relative. And success is only measured by the goals that you've set for yourself and the dreams that you plan on achieving. And so for me, success was very much graduating from Howard University. And I did it. Thanks for taking the time to be part of our Faces of Post-Secondary Success journey. Did you like what you heard? Look for more installments and QR codes around your office space and online.